Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. A very good morning to you. Don't throw anything at the radio when I say Happy New Year. It's Monday. It's very cold out there. Um, my car still hasn't defrosted. I don't think it will for the whole day. The whole week looks like it's going to be very chilly um, with even a risk of snow later in uh, the week. Um, and uh, as I was saying during our introduction, we had planned and hoped for quite an upbeat show this Monday morning. Um, our producer, Anne-Marie, um, is quite obviously socially distanced in the next room. Still. <laughs> still still um happy new year yeah i know we're, we're saying happy new year aren't we um yeah. uh, how was christmas for you uh good um i suppose i'll start by saying if you're healthy today it's a good day that's the way i'm looking at it at the moment and that's the way we were looking at it over christmas um i had a good christmas we we um protected our bubbles in the run-up to Christmas, well, have been, I suppose, for the last few months, as has my sister. So the two families came together for Christmas and stayed in the bubble and then any other relatives that I got to see face-to-face for the first time in months. Um, was very strange talking to relatives through car windows or standing outside in the back garden more than two metres apart or at one point we were in a shed um, chatting across the shed to each other. Really? Um, to el- to my parents, elderly parents. They've been in lockdown since last February. They haven't gone anywhere since last February. Did you notice the impact on them of that? Uh, yeah. I, c- um, I mean, uh, I can see that they're happy that they're healthy. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, it's taken a toll. Um, and I just found it... St- hard to get my head around it at Christmas. I know we knew knew going into it that it was all going to be different, but the reality of it doesn't hit you till you're in it. Um, So, you know, it was strange. It was good. It was nice. We laughed. We talked. uh, It was sad. Um, You know, you went through a lot of emotions, really, but the main thing we all kept saying to each other is keep ourselves safe. We're healthy. You know, we we had a lot of health issues last year, everyone in our family, including myself. So to have got through all of that and not be on a waiting list and waiting for COVID to clear to be able to get a procedure, um, to be not in that position now, we kept saying, look, you know, that's a good position to be in as a family. We kept reminding ourselves that. And I think families had to do that to remind ourselves of, you know, what the positives are as opposed to getting into the negatives and it was a different it was a different feeling around Christmas I'll have to say than it is now uh, there is a completely different mood now right, talk to me about that um, I think the figures over Christmas you know you were watching them I was watching them everybody was watching them uh, people on social media was watching them our families again were in touch and watching the figures and I think when the 652 was at last night in Limerick um, stunned a lot of people and you know it's January it's a hard month anyway in a normal year um, but uh, looking at the figures looking at the country listening to the health experts you know watching watching their faces I, I sat down there a few days ago watching you know Dr Tony Houlihan and all of them on the usual press conference and before they got into the figures I could see by their faces they were worried 
Um, and yeah. I think that's that, that for me, I'm always judging the body language. I could see this was before the peak of the figures. I could see it was coming. I still didn't think it was going to be as high. I think everyone expected the figures to be high. But I think that has, um, I think the fear is back. Yeah. I think that's the only way to describe it. The fear is back. Well, one thing that I have found over the last few days is that I've tried not to get sucked into the kind of anger that mm. uh, I've heard uh, on some radio shows and also seen a lot of on social media. Mm. You know, the people piling into each other, criticising and complaining about this decision and that decision and why was this done and why was that done. But I think it is worth just going back to the end of November and the start of December. And what I was asking myself, you know, individually was, could I have dealt with being told on, let's say, the 30th of November, sorry about that, Joe, but the reality is you're going to have to stay in level five throughout December. Mm -hmm. And that wipes out any hope you have of meeting um, family over Christmas or having any sort of, to quote the Taoiseach, meaningful Christmas. Could could I have coped with that before I ask about anyone else Mm. coping with it? And I have to say, I think I would have struggled if that were the message I would have struggled. Mm. I think even psychologically, I mean, I didn't go anywhere. At one point I was even thinking, we'll go out for a meal. And you know what? We decided no because the two families were going to come together. So we were protecting this bubble for ourselves. That was our own decision. Um, so I think psychologically, even though it made no difference to me personally, I wasn't going to a restaurant. I wasn't going out. I did one big shop for Christmas. I wasn't mingling with people. Um, but if I was told I couldn't, it would have had a different impact on me. Yes. Even though the, 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 my actions would be the same. It made no difference. Um, And to be quite honest, I have absolutely zero tolerance for anyone giving out about government, giving out about this, that and the other relating to this. Hindsight is great. It is absolutely great. And the reality is, you're right what you're saying there, people would not have coped well with that. There had to be a bit of give and take here. Um, And it's a balancing act. It's an absolute balancing act. And to be quite honest, sitting on your behind you know, with your keyboard warrior attitude given out about government is pretty lame at the moment. I mean, everyone is trying to do their best. I genuinely believe that. I think everyone is trying to do their best. The other thing that I think we have to take account of in December is that I remember um, the guy from the Irish Small and Medium Enterprises Association on with us, and this was when an amount of opening was being allowed in December. And Neil Macdonald, and he said... I believe, and obviously he'd be well sourced on this, that in January, one way or the other, we're going to see, and he said, thousands of businesses, small businesses around the country going to the wall. And that's before the new level five or the figures that we've had there. So, you you know, there has to be um, an appreciation of the delicate balances that were being attempted here. And in fairness, I even heard um, uh, the uh, chief medical officer make pretty much the same point. Mm. Um, and, you know, he could very easily be coming out now and saying, told you so, guys. Mm. You know, he could, yeah. but he, he hasn't done that. What he said was, look, I appreciate that we have a, a particular job to do. We have to provide the information to the government. The government then have to look at a holistic picture and try and come up with the, the right answer. Now, I get the anger. I mean, the thing that I think that I found most difficult over the last few days is I now know a number of people, not just one or two, but a number of people personally in Limerick City and County who either have Mm COVID-19 in recent days 
or are close contacts of someone with yeah. COVID-19. And I think everyone can say that now because we're the same. We were just chatting about this at home last night. We both know people who are either close contacts or who have come through as positive. I wasn't in that position before Christmas. Um, and to be honest as well, Joe, I think there's a huge amount of personal responsibility here. There is a huge amount of personal responsibility. I saw things going on before Christmas. I mean, if people went into huge crowded shopping centres, put pictures on social media about it, I would ask you, what were you doing there? What were you doing taking pictures of it? Get the hell out. Turn around and walk away where you see that it is not the way it should be or it is not what is advised. You know, big queues, big crowds, all of that kind of thing. We were being told... Do not congregate. Do not get involved in big crowds. Um, and a lot of people went out of their way. I heard of people going shopping at 7 and 8 in the morning and there was still a queue, you know, at Dunn stores or wherever. It still was socially distanced and it was being managed at 7 or 8 in the morning or late at night. Um, but people did their best. But at, you know, peak times going into big crowded areas, that is your own fault. It's your choice whether you walk in there or not. And the point now is that we all have choices to make in the next hours, not to mention days yeah. and weeks, don't we? Yeah, well, the medical professionals were saying that even yesterday evening on 6-1 News, I think it was Dr. Glynn was that was on, mm. and he said it's not even about tomorrow or next week, it's about today, it's about this evening, it's about tomorrow morning. And if everyone can do it for a week, that will have a huge difference. Mm. The other people that I feel hugely sorry for are both parents who are trying to figure out what's going to happen with their kids. They know schools um, are closed at least this week. But in reality, I just don't see those schools reopening next Monday. But just I could be wrong, but I just can't see it with the numbers. Yeah, and I've had other people say to me, yes, they will open next Monday. It's going to happen. It'll have to happen. I have to say as a parent myself, I'm edgy about it. I'll be mm. quite honest, I'm edgy about it. If it's out there in the community and it is not in control now, this virus, um, you know, children are going to be coming in and out through the house, going out, mingling, coming back in. I know there's everything in place and sanitizer and all that type of thing. And I would hope, you know, the, 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 everything in place like it was before Christmas will work. But I, I have to be honest and say to you, I'm edgy about it. Yeah. The other people I feel really sorry for are childcare outside of schools, yeah. you know, creches and the like. And they were asked, well, first of all, they were told that the normal preschools won't run. Then they were asked to stay open for essential workers. I know from talking to people around Limerick that some creches couldn't do that and have closed. Mm. Um, I know in, in our own case, we were lucky in that both of us are going to work, had to go to work this morning. Um, but uh, in, in our fellow's case, the creche stayed open. But I think he's the only kid in his room yeah. today. Yeah, well that, that says a lot, doesn't it? And I mean, you have the health professionals who have to be there for everybody else. I mean, they have children as well. Um, and the problem is now anybody who's a close contact in, the, in that circle of healthcare providers, they have to stay at home. So there's a huge pressure now on local services, which is starting. Um, and, you know, any of those workers have children that need to be taken care of if, if they have something has to you know i know there's providers even providing just for essential workers um but but anybody in healthcare at the moment you know that they will tell you 
there's a huge pressure now because there's so many that have to stay at home because they've been involved in, in being close contacts to cases that have come in over the last few days, you know. The other thing is you were saying on your Christmas Eve show um, when you were chatting to me that uh, you have direct experience and family experience over the last few months of delays on waiting lists, uh, waiting for mm. um, operations. We know that those delays are coming back into the system again. Yeah. Something else that people don't fully appreciate, I think, is that GPs have now been advised not to see um, patients face to face if they can possibly avoid it because of the risk to the individuals and to GPs who we now need um, to um, uh, get the COVID-19. Um, that will delay things. The other thing that people I don't think fully get yet is the vaccination programme. That has to be rolled out by health professionals. Yes. How are they going to do that yeah. if they're firefighting this you know, enormous emergency. And we have the Limerick leader in their headline this morning says, deadly serious 652 COVID-19 cases announced last night. Limerick is the second highest case numbers in the country after Dublin. Not only does it mean that they may look at more national restrictions, but unfortunately it doesn't rule out county by county or region by region tighter restrictions than we have at the moment. And Limerick is very much in focus for that, whether we like it or whether we don't. The other point I think that I need to make is that, you know, a lot of commentary over the last couple of weeks, and I understand it to an extent, about a particular electoral area, Adair Rathkeel. Mm. A lot of pointing at the situation um, in uh, Rathkeel particularly. But if you look at the local electoral areas, and uh, we'll have Rona Madigan on later, I'm sure, has looked at this, you will see that it's not just about one local electoral area that all of our local electoral areas in Limerick, and people get those mixed up with constituencies. I'm not talking about the constituencies. The local electoral areas are quite literally a more local breakdown. Mm. There have been a lot of cases there too. Yeah. That's yeah, reality. across the board. And the saddest part for me is, you know, we, we finished the Christmas Eve show in a very positive frame of mind. We announced €32,000 uh, that you, uh, the listeners, had helped to raise uh, for carry for children at risk in Limerick. And uh, we were conscious as well of um, a corporate uh, donation that was anonymous, that was very generous. Uh, ATG Properties made a donation. And, of course, our friends at the J.P. McManus Foundation made uh, a great um, donation, as they always have, and have been great supporters of it. And we were very sorry to hear of uh, the tragic passing of uh, Emma uh, McManus uh, over the last few days. Um, uh, A really terrible situation for the McManus family and the sympathies here of everyone at Live 95 to them. All right, look, all we can do is is do our best, get on with it. We want to hear from you. WhatsApp us 0861239595. If you agree with what we've said, if you disagree with what you've said, that's absolutely fine um, too. We are going to try, and we were talking about this before we came on air, to give as much back balance as possible. We're conscious that we don't want people to feel overwhelmed as so far as we can help with non-stop COVID-19. At the same time, there's a very interesting thing happening here because we will get the kind of comments from people going, stop talking about it, shut up about it, we're sick of t- listening about it. And then we go out into our own families, our own communities, um, and we hear nothing but people talking about COVID-19. So you can appreciate where our heads are at as well um, this morning. Well, thanks for that, Anne-Marie. Let's have a song. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.